0: With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom.
1: Simply visit www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today.
0: Welcome back, everybody. You're here on the Up Your Brave show with Natalie cutler Welsh on Reality Check Radio. And next, we're going to Christchurch. I'm going to be talking to Rebecca Davison. And we're diving into the topic of align with the divine to live your soul desires. Ooh, welcome to the show, Rebecca.
1: Thanks for having me, Natalie. It's great to be here.
0: It is. It's great to talk to you about this. It'll be a it'll be a synergistic conversation. So for those of you that don't know Rebecca, Rebecca Davison is an energetic alignment coach, an intuitive guide, and spiritual mentor. She is founder of the Intuitive Life Academy, the premium learning establishment to help you open your heart to love and your soul to the infinite power that you really are. You're speaking my language. She helps people activate their their innate ability to experience abundance and joy through the development of her intuition and their ability to communicate with the universe. An international speaker, writer, and mentor, she has empowered thousands of people to break free from their limitations to live a life deep down they know is possible, one filled with opportunities, fulfillment, and pleasure. As a healer and empath, her gifts lie in reading and clearing people's energetic blocks, the ones that they don't even know they have, so they can experience more ease, flow, and harmony in their life and world. Well, you know, I don't know about you listeners, but I really feel like we do desire more ease, harmony, <laughs> and joy. Well, desire and possibly deserve after after the journey we've been on. Um, before we dive into all of that and talking about aligning with the divine to live your soul desires, Rebecca, I know that you and I met on Facebook. I think I saw one of your posts and I reached out. Tell us a little bit more about your backstory. How did you get to this place of helping people with their energetic blocks and their alignment?
1: Thanks, Natalie. I've been coaching now for about 10 years as an intuition coach. And once upon a time, if somebody had said to me, you're going to be an intuition coach, I would be, what's that? I had no clues. It really has been a journey of following purpose, which I know a lot of people are really passionate about. And a lot of that has come forward really from trusting something beyond myself, which is myself. I know that sounds, you know, discombobulated, but the truth of who I am, which is not my mind and it's not my, my ego so that's been an amazing journey. Once upon a time, I did work in the banking world. But of course, I found that actually deeply unsatisfying and was always prompted by something to move forward, even though I was actually very frightened leaving the corporate banking mm. background and then jumping into being an intuition coach, which I did wholeheartedly and uh, with no other options. So I put my back against the wall. And were, your, we work,
0: were your work colleagues kind of like,
1: what? Oh, yes, definitely. They thought I was mad, absolutely mad. And I guess that's the thing, though, when you trust yourself, when you back yourself, amazing things happen mm. Not that, a million times over. Where you go, I have to choose myself. I have to choose my own happiness. I have to choose what's calling to me, even if it makes sense to nobody else, even if everybody else is telling me I'm crazy. I've got to do this thing. So I went and did the thing. So here I am. 10 years later, making more money than I ever made in banking, doing a job that fulfills me, and experiencing a lot of joy in terms of helping other people transform their own lives. It's really relax into trusting themselves in being rather than doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to know from our listeners, what is calling to you? Like the way that Rebecca was called, if you were to leave what you're currently doing at the moment, you know, what would you do? I think now more than ever, people are open to the possibility of following their actual dreams, you know, really reevaluating, not just reevaluating, but taking empowered action towards what they feel called to do. Um, And you talked about, you know, soul desires. Is that part of it? Is that part of like helping people realize some people don't know what their soul desires are, I imagine?
1: Yes. Some people don't know what their soul is, but it's the consciousness is the part of you that beats your heart. But if you were tuning into it, you would know your soul already knows that you're worthy. Your soul is the part of you that doesn't have to prove anything to anyone because it mm. already knows itself as complete. You know, we often say, oh, you're not broken. You're never broken. Your soul knows what that feels like to never be broken. So often it is about shifting away from the mind which can be scary for a lot of people because we're conditioned to hang out there. The education system kind of encourages hanging out in the mind that your mm-hmm. mind of intelligence determines your success, mm-hmm. but your soul doesn't know those limitations. And when you start shifting your focus and coming back to that part of you, that already knows itself and listening to that, learning how to listen to that, which is essentially like learning a different language. And then trusting it, because I know a lot of people, I know everybody who's listening, they will have had an intuitive punch. Mm-hmm. They would have had, and everybody going, oh yeah, like I knew when the phone rang that who was going to be on the phone, or I knew when that situation played out that it wasn't a, a good deal or whatever was happening. People know these things, but that's an invitation. And often people don't take the invitation and then move into taking action on it. And this is the thing about living from your soul. It will never override your free will. It will invite you. It will encourage you. It will say, hey, you know I'm here, but it will never override your free will. So that's why intuition always needs to be activated for it to start really working for you. And this is where, you know, a lot of people talk about wanting to live in the miracle zone. This is the zone because your soul is like, it's kind of like the internet in the respect that you go into your soul your soul has got all the resources it's got all the answers it's got the frequency of all the outcomes that you could desire and as soon as you start operating with that then everything becomes much more simple because you're operating like using the bird's eye view rather than just your own narrative narrow viewpoint of reality so it's super exciting space to work it's one it's a place that I never thought that I'd end up But from following my own intuition, here I am. So,
0: It's so amazing. And so for some of our listeners or someone thinking, oh gosh, I do get really stuck in my mind or I am living from that space, constantly Mm -hmm. making decisions based on intellect and logic and pros and cons or whatever, how can they start this journey or start this process of allowing themselves maybe to activate their inner intuition?
1: So a really good place to start is to start learning what it is to come into the body, to move out of the head and into the body. And a really great way to do that, to start with, is to start listening to your own heartbeat. And a lot of people, right, when they're in their mind, they're like, oh, I don't have time for that. But it's like there's information available through the body. Your body knows the truth better than your mind. And when you start listening to that, that's where you often get, you know, the the gut instinct or the nudge it's usually through the physical body mm. so starting to learn to operate and listen to the body and know that the body has more truth than the mind the mind is just like a handbrake right the mind you have to operate through your ego which is a fear-based reflex it's the part of you that when you're driving and somebody cuts in front of you you just turn them into an a-hole Right. It's just like automatic. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe you did that. The judgment is there. That's what the ego does. It judges, it identifies, it makes this right and this wrong. When you're operating from your intuition, there is no right or wrong. There is just perception, awareness, and choice.
0: Okay. Can you say that again? Because that's such gold for people. When you're operating from your intuition, there is no right or wrong. Carry on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's perception, awareness,
0: and choice. So,
1: What are you perceiving? Oftentimes too, it's like, who are you being as you're perceiving? Because one of the things you understand about being an adult really is you're the one who's creating your life, right? You have this amazing resource by having 100% responsibility. But when you start working with energy and start reading energy, you start perceiving energy. This is where we all have this. Like you walk into a room, you notice what the vibe's like. Mm -hmm. You're already doing it, but it's about using it and activating it. Like you would know if you walked into a room if somebody, even if they weren't talking anymore, you'd probably be able to feel if an argument had just taken place there, especially if you're a sensitive person and you're already working and using your body by a lot of people who are empaths. You're like, oh, I can feel everybody else's emotions. Best question for them is, is this energy mine? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty standard practice question, right, in terms of like identifying energy. But when you start moving into your intuition, it's like there is no judgment. Judgment is sticky and it holds things in place and the ego feasts on it. It feasts on things like injustice. And of course, there's plenty of that. Yes. So people activated the We have a buffet
0: of injustice over the past few years. (laughs) Yes. So
1: which has been good, though, because it's brought it to awareness that, oh, my goodness, look, we're like the snake that's eating its own tail because we're hurting ourselves by reinforcing this injustice. We need to actually rise to a different frequency where we're looking at the solution And the solution only ever comes from who we are being. So that's where the responsibility comes into play. Like if I take responsibility for creating peace inside of myself, then I can be the person who goes into the room and brings the energy of peace. And this is like, if everybody does this, this is literally how we change the world. By who we're being, not what we're doing. And of course, the mind and the ego convince us you have to work harder a lot of women end up going into like hyper-masculine energy, especially as business owners. Mm -hmm. You will know that yourself, like we burn off a lot of masculine energy to get things done, make things happen. But then often at the end of the day, our feminine's not feeling replenished and we're not feeling fulfilled and satisfied. And that's the sweet spot that the world is really moving to. Like women are recognizing, I need to do business in a different way. And this is where intuition comes in because it makes it so much easier because you're actually tapping into a much greater resource rather than just your own mind because your own mind you know how thoughts just bubble up and you're just like where did that even come from or you could be focusing on something and then the next thing you know I call it lassie where your mind is just bounced over several fences and you're like, whoa. Look at my mind go off into this new dimension, which I'm like, is that even serving me? We have to move through all of that to be able to orientate ourselves back to the soul. So a great question to start with, how much am I spending my life in my head? Mm. For a lot of people, that's like 98% of the time. And what they're yearning for, they say, oh, Friday or a holiday or something like that to create the reprieve where they get to relax. The truth is what they're yearning for is to live more from their soul and from their awareness rather than from the energy of doing, doing, doing. And this can be disorientating for people because they're like, okay, there's this part of me that's beating my heart, this pure consciousness. Like when I'm breathing, when I start tuning in, I can notice the soul energy. But what will happen is then like, something will pull on your attention. You're like, oh, I've got to pack up the dry cleaning. (laughs) Right? Or the kids need something. Or we're pulled into the energy of doing something else rather than coming back to like, who am I being as I'm doing this? Yeah. So, What is
0: one of the first questions we can ask ourselves if we want to show up, you know, less in that, like you said, we spend so much time in our head and I imagine some people spend a lot of time, like going over, you know, lamenting, or oh, what was I thinking when I did that thing, or I should have bought that thing, or oh, I should have said this to so and so. They're kind of in the past, and other people might be worrying about what's coming up ahead, plus other things. Mm-hmm. How can we get out of that? Like, I know the ego. Here's another question about the ego. You, like, it's kind of got this bad rap, <laughs> bad reputation. Um, so. How can we live more in the moment, less in the mind, while still honoring our ego, which does protect us? Yes. And that's an important thing
1: to remember about the ego. It's trying to protect you, but it's doing it from fear. Mm. Right? The ego is fear-based, so it's always going to separate. And it's kind of like um, one of the best descriptions I've ever heard is um, to treat it like it's a pet. Like if it, if you have a dog, like usually you probably wouldn't let the dog sit at the table when you're eating or lie on your bed perhaps at night like you wouldn't give it priority you're the owner the dog is the dog so to be the person even dealing with your own ego people talk about ego death but what you really want to do is know that you're going to have an ego for the rest of your life you're going to know how to deal with fear for the rest of your life in terms of like your thought processes, one of the first things you can do is start realizing you're not your thoughts Right, and yeah, you, know, you might because people identify with them so closely. They're yeah. like, "This is what I am." To start with, just push them back, right? Because often when people have thoughts, often people see like a line of thoughts across their forehead. Some people see their thoughts and images. It's different for everybody. You kind of see it like a movie. Like you're just pushing it back a little just bit, just swiping you're it pre- off to the side. Yeah, creating space, right? Like just space, and then go. The real me is actually the observer of these thoughts. Mm. And when I'm observing the thought or even the sensation of the feeling in my body, what does this true self have to say about what's occurring? Often the answer is just like, well, that's interesting. No matter what it is. Yeah, and this can be, this can be like, It's an invitation, really, Mm. to truth. The truth of who you are is safe, relaxed, knows itself, knows its worth. You know, even talking about those things, as we start talking about it, we start tapping into it, and there's part of you that starts relaxing because it's like, oh, that's true. There's part of me that already knows that I'm worthy. I don't have to prove my worth through my mind, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I old, and a child to other people? Seeing this a lot If anybody and people, you know, one of the oldest limiting beliefs is I'm not, I'm not good enough. But then what happens is people go into hyper often ambition because I am going to prove to myself and other people that I am worthy because I'm going to create success. And again, that's actually a repelling energy mm-hmm. because you're having to prove something. The soul doesn't need to prove anything. And the irony is, then you can shift from chasing success to attracting more success mm-hmm. because there's not proof, so there's no resistance. So, starting to understand energetics, essentially, which is what I help people to do. Like, if you knew you really knew yourself, you'd be trusting yourself more. If you really knew yourself, you'd be trusting life more. Knowing yourself more deeply creates more intimacy in your relationships. The truth of who you you are doesn't hold the frequency of fear
0: so i'm taking a lost... bunch of notes and i'm thinking a lot of people if you feel like you want to come back and listen to this if you've just tuned in i'm talking to rebecca davison we're talking about align with the divine to live your soul's desires and for those listening already i would love to know what's resonating for you do you feel like you are living in your soul's desires or are you really stuck in your head for most of the time, send us a text 2057 or email inbox at realitycheck.radio. I just wrote down, Rebecca, I am safe, relaxed, and awesome. Because based on something that you said, because I feel like for me, at least having some sort of like mantra phrase, or one that I can share with my kids that they can remember, like I am safe, relaxed, and awesome. And I, I chose awesome because it's like, full of awe and wonder, and observing the world. And that is that kind of more neutral observer standpoint rather than overwhelmed, which is what a lot of people feel. So, or intimidated, or any any other word like that. So I am safe, relaxed, and awesome. And I love what you said before, and I wrote down from chasing to embracing, but you actually said from chasing to attracting. So now we're attracting things into our life and it's not as hard work. I think we all want that. I think we do, or we would love to have things come into our orbit rather than having to chase and and find you know more money more opportunities more clients more joy whatever it might be
1: yes and to know that there it gets to be easy because i think a lot of times because the ego and the mind loves complication endless complication (laughs) right like let's It's more complicated. This is why when you look out into Facebook land, as I call it, because I spend a bit of time there um, in my own Facebook group, there's people selling things all the time, but often it's coming from the mind, you need this, you need this, you need this, in order to create whatever it is that they want next. Now, if you're truly aligned, what you would be doing is listening to your own intuition and asking that question what is the next thing for me because I'm a unique soul essence that is not like anybody else that has been constructed completely differently. And the purpose of that is so the universe can experience itself through you. So you don't want to do it like everybody else. You want to do it like you get to do it, which really comes back to your relationship with what you call the divine God source energy, this consciousness, whatever you like to refer to it. Everybody has a different name, your soul, your spirit, et cetera. But to develop this relationship, which is really, ironically, you getting to know you at a deeper level. And the beautiful thing about your intuition is it will show you what's standing in the way. If you want to create multiple, you know, six bigger business or a million dollar business or attract the clients and create the business the way that you want to create it because everybody's doing it differently, but to really have your business really be a piece of art that you get to enjoy, that you've painted all the colors on, that it's unique to you, that's going to come from you trusting and following your intuition, rather than trying to put something cookie cutter and insert it into your business and then wonder why it's square pear ground hole and it just doesn't fit, because it's not you. That hasn't originated from you. And your satisfaction really depends on you doing it the way that you want to do. Because I've been that person too who's been caught up in the mind and on a lot of other programs and kind of gone, oh my goodness, that person's amazing. And we can give our power away to them subconsciously, thinking that they're better than us. And of course, they're not. They're having their own life experience. But then what happens is we try and apply their doing to our business and it doesn't work. Because we need to be empowered into the version of ourselves that is having the experience of the business that does work for us. And that only ever really comes from your own empowerment rather than listening to what even other people are saying. What's your soul saying? What lights you up? And how do you start tapping into that inside of yourself? Which is really intimacy with self, right? Your relationship with yourself, Determines all the relationships that you have through the context Mm -hmm. of your business, right? Who you're being with yourself is going to be reflected on all those relationships. One of the things that I help entrepreneurs with too, I just did a a session on this a wee while ago, which was um, about how often people feel very hurt by other people. Mm -hmm. And then if you're wanting to grow your business, especially as like a female coach, you want to invite more people in, but subconsciously you're actually often afraid of them sometimes because subconsciously you're actually hating people because they've hurt you right and this is a past energy that we actually need to release so it is safe to invite more people into our business we don't walk around going oh I don't like people It is often deeply subconscious because your ego has collected all the grievances from all the times and places that you felt hurt, and it's aware of those things. So when you try and grow and expand, it reminds you, oh, is that safe? Is that okay? Are you sure? You know, you might get hurt. Remember that thing that happened five years ago? (laughs) That's what the ego does. It kind of pulls you in again because it's trying to create that safety." But if you're not aware of those things, you can be sitting there going, why is my business not growing the way that I want it to? Why am I not experiencing the satisfaction that I want? It all starts with relationship to
0: self. I agree. And they can be trying so many things in the marketing space and it's just not working. I feel that in the entrepreneurial world that you and I live in, a lot of people, not everyone, a lot of people are very open to and already doing a lot of this personal development you know, stuff, like looking at themselves. And I kind of think if you said to me, you know, or if I said to you audience, do you want to know yourself at a deeper level? That's one of the questions you asked earlier. I'm kind of like, who wouldn't? But a lot of people wouldn't, right? Mm. Are, people, mm. are people scared of knowing themselves at a deeper level? You know what happens is the ego locks
1: it in this little circle and it looks like this. The ego goes, um, don't look at your shadow because it might hurt. But as we all know, as entrepreneurs, the only way out is through, And mm-hmm. right? it's often the thing, like you want to go to that next level of success. It's going to be through the thing that you are avoiding. <laughs> so it becomes kind of like a standoff between yourself and your ego. Are you going to face it? Because you know what happens? The universe just keeps on bringing it, keeps on bringing it, and keeps on bringing it until you actually say, okay, yes, I'll address it. Mm-hmm. So And again, people often don't think about this consciously. They're doing it subconsciously, which is why it's so powerful to have somebody who's completely objective, come in, read your energy, see what's there. You know, and again, we're not here for the purpose of making you wrong about it because we're all human, but let's just take that out of your energy field. And it's like Tetris and it's like, boom, you just get to move forward and it's so much easier. But it's always, you know, like your biggest handbrake to success will always be your ego. Your ego is the part of you that sits there and goes, money is like this. Relationships are like this. Um, you know, success looks like this. Your ego is the part of you that does all the competition and comparison. And where does that get you often? Nowhere. Just feeling terrible. Yeah. And when the ego has got its grip on you, right? Like you're like, because we you're living from yourself, there is no comparison. You're unique, but you're also not special. Because you know that everybody is the same mm, or equal as equal. Yes. And I've even taught clients this. Like when you're working with a coach, there is no hierarchy. Right? Your coach might be more embodied in an authority in what they're doing. But that doesn't mean that there's a hierarchy in place. And I think that structure is really crumbling. Like people who are reinforcing, I'm kind of like the attitude of like, I know better than you do. That's very egoic. People see that and they don't want it anymore. They want somebody who's like, empower me, help me to see myself the way you see yourself, which is confident and capable and loving and full of gifts and talents, et cetera. You know, celebration is another big thing that people, women especially, are terrible at, right? We don't recognize ourselves as much as we should and say, this is amazing what I've accomplished. Overcoming things that are difficult, Like learning to be a person who can run a really successful visit and do that, do it the way they want. For myself personally, I don't know if you can relate to this Natalie, but when I was at school, I was a real rebel, right? Like I couldn't stand teachers telling me what to do. And that has always paid dividends. I mean, there's always a dark side to a rebel as well, but (laughs) the rebel who's like, I'm going to do it my way. Right. One of my hardest things has been for me personally is to actually ironically listen to my own intuition because I've had to surrender that rebel who's like, I know best. I know best. Surrender that to allow the universe to show me I can offer you a much bigger picture mm-hmm. here yeah. Just get yourself out of the way.
0: <laughs> That's an interesting um n- observation there, the difference between like a rebel who might be doing the opposite of what they're being told to do, but that's not necessarily the path for you. Some it, the, Somewhere in between those two things, I suppose, is the intuition. Yeah. Well,
1: again, having enough awareness to go, am I trying to do this all by myself or am I allowing a greater power, this consciousness that beats my heart to help me? Because if I was allowing it to help me, and this is where it gets tricky because it's unseen, right? It's literally us having a relationship with energy, with frequency. And that can be like the mind can be like, well, how do you do that? But that's where working in the present moment can be so powerful. Where am I? Am I in the past right now? Am I in the future? What does it take to come back to the here and now and go, this is where my power is. It's not in the future, it's not in the past, it's with me. Who am I being now? Am I in my mind or am I in my soul self? Soul self doesn't judge anything, doesn't make anybody wrong. Judgment just makes things sticky and slows things down. The ego also loves to identify, right, this is who I am. I'm a mom or I'm a teacher or I'm a daughter or I'm a sister. If you want to identify with anything as a soul, you just identify with being limitless.
0: Oh, that sounds
1: good. Yeah, right. I am limitless. Yeah, that's exactly right. And also too, that people get stuck with being identified with their body. This is my body. This is who I am. It's like, if you do that, you will always suffer. Yeah. Like I'm
0: super fit. I'm super fat. Like whatever it might be.
1: Yeah, right. And, And reinforcing that, which doesn't actually give your limitless self the opportunity to shift and change it for you. You know, to me, spiritual maturity means that when you meet people, you see their soul first, you see their energy first, rather than the packaging, right? And you see the truth of who they are, rather than even their thoughts or their fear or their ego. That's the energy that I believe is going to contribute to creating more peace on earth, which is what, as a light worker, you know, as a spiritual mentor, that's a huge part of purpose we came here to do, to help other people Mm. transcend suffering.
0: And imagine if more people allowed their energy, their vibration, their light to shine through instead of being, instead of putting their, you know, the visual persona first or allowing themselves to be identified by that visual persona, because some people will dress super fancy and, you know, or someone else will just be like looking a bit slobby because they just think, oh, that's just what people think of me. Yeah, imagine if they just allowed themselves to shine with their energy. Absolutely, no matter what. I just read a
1: magazine article actually the other day in Italy, which I think is really relevant because it's so rife out there in social media, which was about young girls. It was 18 to 28. And they were talking about the uh, the impact that it was having on their self-perception and how negative it was that they would you know, they're following people on Instagram and there's so much pressure and there's a lot of feelings of rivalry and conflict and feeling unsafe, essentially, and feeling like they have to compete. And again, this doesn't, we we need to shift that we don't want that Mm -hmm. to be our legacy for younger generations we want to show what it is to go I'm safe being me and being powerful as a woman and so are you and we get to acknowledge and celebrate that about each other one of the things that the ego does too is it will convince you that power is bad if you know yourself truly you actually become more humble the more successful you are Because you're in the energy, again, like you said before, like this is awesome. You're in the energy of awe. You're Mm -hmm. in the energy of massive gratitude because you're allowing more life force frequency to move through you in a bigger way. That's what true power is. It doesn't come from the mind. When people hear the word power, they often think politics or domination or being passive aggressive. But true power is you fully expressing who you are you know, the totality of your personality, the light in the dark, embracing those negative feelings is a huge thing in the journey of intuition. No feeling is wrong because it's only the ego that's making it wrong. These feelings are good and these feelings are bad. So many people judge their feelings. That can be a revelation in itself to just stop doing that. My anger is just as valid as my sadness or my happiness you know, like there's a place for my jealousy. I'm going to witness, accept it, and love it rather than make it wrong. <laughs> so when we do that, right, we're bringing more self-love to our human and embracing that as well because we're having a human experience. Like in my world too, there are a lot of people who are light workers, but they kind of operate in the ethers, right? They're not really here in their bodies, but we're having a human experience and we want to make this work Practical and grounded. So, as a human, it's easy to go, Yes, there's more available to me. I'm going to start inviting my soul in more, which is probably one of the most powerful things listeners can do right now Mm -hmm. in this moment. Invite spirit in. Yes, I'd like to cultivate a relationship with my true essence and see what happens in your life and world, especially over the next 24 to 48 hours. Because once you initiate it, things start shifting the universe when it's asked a question will always respond we just need to learn to start noticing how Mm. it does that often looks like a conversation with somebody or a book falls off a shelf or you're invited into an event and you're like whoa this is something different than i've ever experienced before and that's how the universe operates right it operates through other people it's always supporting you always guiding you and it's always been there
0: one of the Can big you sensations- reiterate that phrase um, about inviting I am or I am ready? Like if somebody goes, actually, I do want to do that. I do want to, to in- let the universe know that I'm ready to get to know. I can't remember the wording you used. What was the wording? In- I'm ready to invite.
1: Uh, I would just say something along the lines of, dear universe, please help me to open my heart to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm ready to go into a deeper relationship with the truth of who I am.
0: Love it. Okay. Thank you so much.
1: You know, like often too, when I'm working with clients, I can measure how much they're actually allowing God source energy into their physical body. Because when you do that, right, like your energy is going to start shifting. It's great for your health. It's really good for your peace of mind. Like we're talking about frequency here. Mm -hmm. So you get to feel good. Life becomes very blissful and peaceful and you can feel yourself emitting that vibration. And when there's less resistance, right? When there's less of the mind in the way, you start opening up, and that's when amazing things happen really quickly. And I'm sure some of your listeners, you know, one of the stories I talk about was like how to get your ego out of the way. I was invited to an event once where I didn't want to go. I was really tired, and I was like, "Oh, I have to drive for half an hour to get there." But I asked my intuition: If I go, will this bring me profit? Now, profit to me is not just cash; it's also energy, right? It's abundance, it's feelings, it's connections, it's creation. And the answer I got was just yes, that was it. So I peeled my, my butt off the sofa and I drove into the city and I went and I had a great time. I met new people, there was great art, I got invited out to dinner with a bunch of new people, which was super fun, no expectations. But from that, as it worked out, I ended up taking on two new clients and that was worth about $6,000 to me at the time. So just from me asking my intuition, trusting it, Mm -hmm. following through on it and not having any expectations of how it should look, right, which is a process which is all beyond the mind. And when we do those kind of, things consistently you'd have to agree that it's a way more effective business model than going I need to spend two thousand dollars to put a funnel in place Mm -hmm. when I can just go out for dinner right and again it's like what would you prefer what's more enjoyable trusting yourself knowing yourself and following through on that or going through the mind and making it more complicated
0: it's a choice trusting yourself, knowing yourself and following through. So, so good. So many um, interesting aspects and concepts for people to ponder today. So um, yeah, let's, let's, what I invite people to do is whatever resonates with you, see if it feels right and integrate that into your life, whether that be asking that question and inviting the universe to help you get to know your soul's calling more or doing that thing that I mentioned earlier saying from Rebecca, I am safe relaxed, and awesome. Whatever it might be, take one or two things away from today. Don't just listen and be like, that was interesting. I'm all about empowered action and helping you to up your brave during this very fascinating time that we're all living through. So Rebecca, I've got some questions for you. If you were to truly up your brave in 2024, what would you do?
1: Uh, What I'm choosing is vulnerability. vulnerability and I actually had an amazing experience of that last night going to a workshop and being you know crying in front of a complete stranger right being vulnerable about something that for me and allowing yourself to be seen and it was really beautiful because it was a really nice reflection of the work that I do for myself which is that I felt completely safe doing that not judged And he was completely lovely and said, you know, wow, that was incredible at the end of the session. So vulnerability, I think, is what people are craving. You know, it can feel scary, but that's always the mind. Because when you come into your soul self, it's easy to be vulnerable. Yeah, so that's what I'm choosing.
0: Is there anything specific that you are longing for or feel called to create in 2024? Possibly something we can help you with? Uh, I'm actually looking at writing a book. And I have clients who are
1: like, come on, Rebecca, where is it? (laughs) Which is great. I really love and appreciate that because I think it's really valuable information. I know it's not going to just be one book, but there will be several. But to go deeper into sharing the fact that it gets to be easier when you're willing to trust yourself, that there's nothing external, it's all internal. And when you shift that focus, because a lot of people think, oh, that's going to make me selfish, focusing on myself. Right? Like, right. Well, it's about priority. It's about you making your relationship with the truth or source energy or love or your heart, whatever you want to call it, a priority. Because from there, everything is going to flow. And that's a really beautiful thing. Like you being in love with you is the best gift that you can offer other people. Because then they will be like, my goodness, how are you doing that? You become the demonstration of what's possible for others. And that's really beautiful. And that you just being you is the gift. So, Absolutely. What I'm leaning into more of in 2024. And it's a magical year already. Like, there's so many shifts. It's incredible in terms of, you know, moving into age of Aquarius and things like that and change and people who have been working away doing light work for a long time. It's going to be really prevalent this year. That we're going to have to start using more of our consciousness, especially as things like AI start coming on board. The need to go in deeper into our own true self is
0: going to become more prevalent. Great, I love I love getting some thoughts about what you're expecting to see um, coming forward. What else? What is coming up for you in terms of your own um, business or activities or travel or whatever you're up to in the next few months? And how can people connect with you? How can they reach out? um let us know your website and your socials. Uh
1: 2024 September I'm actually going back to the states which would be fun traveling across country again following my intuition um doing a retreat in Greece in 2025 so that's Amazing. exciting. Um in regards to my work, I have my signature program, which is always open, which is Intuitive Mastery, which is really helping to go from the journey of like shifting from the mind and into the soul, packing up from the mind and moving into a new tropical location called your soul. <laughs> so Intuitive Mastery is the doors to that are. Uh, Always open. So, uh, in terms of connecting with me, my website is www.rebekadavison. Davison spelled D A I V I S O N. D A I V I S O N. Life. So, RebeccaDavison. Life. If people want to start activating some frequencies in terms of stepping into ideal reality, I have a free gift at rebeccaDavison. forward slash ideal, which is about helping people to connect to their abundant future identity, of course, which is all possible from soul frequencies. Doing money from your soul so much easier than doing it from your mind. And as an ex-banker, I feel like I can speak to that with some credibility. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like when I was in banking, like even looking back now, I go, oh my God, I can't believe I allowed myself to be limited like that. Mm-hmm. That was my awareness at the time. Amazing.
0: So what do you mean by in terms of free gift? I imagine it's a digital, like a PDF or a download. Is that what you're talking about?
1: It's an audio download.
0: Ooh, I love. Okay, even better. An audio download, they can find it on your homepage of your website?
1: No, you have to put forward slash ideal.
0: Got it. Forward slash ideal, everybody. If you want to get that, sounds amazing. Awesome. Okay. And what about socials or LinkedIn? Um, oh, I don't even know
1: what my LinkedIn is off the top of my head. Um, I can provide you with those links, though. I'm probably mostly in my Facebook group on Facebook, which is of Life Academy for Divine Feminine Leaders. <laughs> and I have another Facebook group, Elegant Wealth. So we talk specifically to money, Elegant Wealth with Rebecca Davison. So I can give you those links.
0: That's
1: amazing. And just Life on Instagram as well.
0: Okay. So lots of links, you guys, you can check it out. She's, if you look up Rebecca Davidson, no D, sorry, no extra D, Davidson, not Davidson. Um, you can look her up on Instagram. I will grab those links from you. I will put them on the replay page, which will be on the app or realitycheck.radio. You can literally go to the search, you guys, and type in Rebecca Davidson and it'll come up. That's probably the easiest way to find it. Amazing. Before we wrap things up, Rebecca, is there anything else you'd love to share with our audience today?
1: Uh, I think one of the most simplest things that keeps your focus in the right place is to have, like you had your mantra before, like forget everything but love. If you are in that place, your life will unfold beautifully. The trick is learning how to stay there
0: mm-hmm.
1: because your soul is love frequency. It just is right. It loves itself. It is I'm going
0: to say to myself, come on, Nat, align to the love when I have to remind myself and bring myself back in if I'm getting a bit judgy. <laughs> yeah. And it happens, right? So we want to have compassion for ourselves, but we want to choose. Like I
1: have a choice in this moment, who am I going to be? I'm going to be who I am, which is love. So I'm going to choose love. And love also means boundaries, right? I could talk about that whole other day,
0: but um, yeah, forget everything, but love it makes it simple. What a great note to end on. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for sharing your wisdom and insight today. Thank you
1: so much for having me, Natalie. I really appreciate the work that you do. Your platform is phenomenal. So
0: appreciate you and having this conversation today. Amazing. And thank you everyone for listening. With your help, we can continue to fight for freedom. This is not possible without your generosity. Join our quest for the truth and our freedom by simply visiting www.realitycheck.radio forward slash donate to make a difference today.